0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday, TGIF. It is Jordan Stoltz, and I'm back with an episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Uh, Today's episode is a Foodie Friday, where I talk about a pretty complicated subject that kind of comes from what I talked about last week. Last week, I talked about intermittent fasting, so if you missed that episode, go back and listen to episode, I believe... 006 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. You can download any of these back episodes for free on iTunes or Google Play Music. Um, in that episode, I really talked about skipping breakfast and why that would be beneficial as far as diet flexibility, consistency, and just health overall is concerned. Uh, today, though, I really dive into the topic of breakfast a little more in depth. So I talk about breakfast as how it's considered as a mandatory meal, using it more as like a tool for your goals instead of just thinking you have have to eat breakfast at a certain time because that's what these health organizations tell you to do. I kind of give you some strategies to use to manipulate your hormones and to just overall feel better and have better nutritional success. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you like the show, check us out on YouTube. I've posted up two vlogs now and that's going to be three after the weekend that's fitness food and freedom on youtube go subscribe to that channel if you like this content there's some bonus content on there and also check out www.triplefpodcast.com We made it once again, everybody. It's Friday, the end of a week. Hopefully not a too long of a week for you guys. Hopefully you all had a great week. We're inspired by Motivation Monday. Went to the gym consistently with help from Workout Wednesday. And now going into the weekend, I'm going to give you some sound nutritional advice with today's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. And I am here, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. That's Fitness, Food, and Freedom on YouTube. You can see me, I'm just podcasting right now in my car. I have my mic set up. I talked about an episode of Stuff Jordan Loves a little bit ago. I have my mic set up here on a tray in my car, and the sun is hitting me hard. It is 70 degrees today in Lincoln, Nebraska, and it's sunny and it just feels great compared to the winter we've been having. So nice weather. Uh, the sun is very warm coming in here, hitting me right on the face. So hopefully everyone on YouTube can still see me pretty well and that you have a good experience watching this episode. Thank you to anyone who subscribed to the podcast. We got a nice boost in downloads this week, which was very pleasant to see. Um, A big spike after the Workout Wednesday episode. Uh, So thank you to all those people who are new listeners. And if you're new, please head on over to iTunes and leave a review. You can do that from your podcast app in your phone or on iTunes in your computer. You'll have to search for the podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Click on the logo, which is... Three F's in like a white square and you'll hit ratings and reviews and you can leave a 5 star rating and tell me what you think about the show. That would greatly help out the show and by doing that you will be entered in a contest once we hit 20 reviews I will draw a name and they'll win a prize. So that prize has yet to be announced but please go leave a review if you want in on that thank you for subscribing to the show anyone who subscribed and thank you for checking out podcast.com and my other social media channels. Today is a food foodie friday foodie friday and like i said in the intro clip i get into breakfast so i talk this is kind of stemming off of my episode last week where i talked about intermittent fasting who should fast who shouldn't fast what fasting is used for and how you can implement fasting that's all what i went over last week on foodie friday today though i'm talking specifically about breakfast where did breakfast come from? Do you need to eat breakfast? When can you use breakfast? And who should and shouldn't eat breakfast? So I get way more into just the concept of breakfast because if people want to start fasting for health reasons uh, or just maybe easier cal- like calorie manipulation, you'll often find people eat breakfast for years and then suddenly have to skip it. That's usually the hardest part. They can make it through the day, but not eating breakfast becomes kind of a stressor to them. So I want to talk about breakfast specifically and what you need to know about it today. Uh, I I want to start off really by just letting you know that to me breakfast is kind of a confusing word because what breakfast really means is break fast. If you break down the word, that's what it means, right? So breakfast could technically be whenever you choose to eat. Breakfast could be at 1 p.m., breakfast could be at 6 p.m., or breakfast could be at 8 a.m. So There's, you know, the whole term of breakfast is often misunderstood. It's just kind of understood that it has to be a bowl of cereal at 7 in the morning. However, you can break your fast anytime throughout the day. So, saying that someone's against breakfast is kind of silly. Maybe you're against eating right away in the morning. Maybe you believe more in pushing your food intake a little farther back. So, that's more where I stand. So, I want to talk first about just the history of breakfast. Breakfast really as a mandatory meal in our society. So, I mean, lately, I mean, people think of fasting or, you know, even eating several meals per day, these kind of diet trends, they think of them as fad diets. What really is the fad or the trend is three square meals a day. That really just came up in the last hundred years or so where, you know, everyone was acquired basically as children to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's kind of the fad because, our ancestors didn't really do that. You kind of just ate sporadically throughout the day. Maybe you didn't eat a lot one day. Maybe you ate more another day. Maybe you ate most of your calories in the morning one day. Maybe you ate them mainly at dinner the next day. So it was very, it was a very varied thing. Very varied, interesting. It was very varied, and then, I mean. It's not as structured as it is now. We've really started to structure things, and uh, Kellogg's was really one brand that had to do a lot with this, uh, creating things like uh, cornflakes. So, like when they made this cereal, they really started to market breakfast as something you had to have in the morning, something, and that's clearly how they sold their cereal. So, breakfast cereal became huge uh, in the last hundred or so years just because you know, they're marketing breakfast as a necessity for health and that cornflakes were something that you should ingest. Uh, There is, you know, multiple marketing campaigns against things like eggs, against proteins, and just for something like cornflakes. So really the breakfast cereal industry is where that early morning meal kind of started to be more spread around as more of a necessity. People still ate like that before, um, but it wasn't considered as mandatory. It's really... One ploy is like uh, with children, you know. I think I think in like a shredded wheat commercial or a frosted shredded wheat or something, some delicious cereal says basically uh, that you know your kid will be more have more mental clarity in school if they eat the breakfast cereal in the morning. Start the day off with a balanced breakfast, and you'll succeed throughout the day. That's not untrue, actually. Um, Kids, especially, I think, need some kind of fuel in the morning to fuel their brains uh, and to fuel just their day through school. So I'm not against, I don't think kids should be fasting. I said that in my episode last week. Uh, But that's another thing that kind of made breakfast stick in people's head as mandatory. So you had this suggestion when you're kids that breakfast will help you perform better in school, provide you with mental benefits, and that assumption carries on through adulthood. And really, I mean, breakfast as a mandatory meal really is just, you know, grandmother's advice, it's a wives tale growing up is that that breakfast is the most important meal of the day I mean that really just comes from somewhere that I don't even know. Just is basically a wives tale it's just advice that's been passed down just to get mainly kids to eat and then that concept carries on. So that's kind of where breakfast came from and why we started pinning it early in the morning instead of pushing it later on. So Breakfast can be used as a tool, which is what I want to be talked. This is what I want to talk about next. So breakfast is a useful thing and I'm talking breakfast now. I know I define breakfast as whenever you break your fast, which it technically is, but just for the sake of this episode, I'm going to be talking breakfast as an early morning meal. So in those morning hours just like you would traditionally eat your bowl of cereal or pan of eggs or something. So I want to talk about when breakfast is super useful. So I mean, breakfast can be a great way to play with your meal frequency. So, if you have trouble getting in your calories, or if you eat too few times throughout the day, you tend to overeat. These are things you need to become aware of in your own body, and eating breakfast is just a great way to play with your meal frequency. So, eating breakfast, you know, obviously adds another meal to your day, and it helps you eat earlier. So if you need to eat more food, you're able to start earlier in the day and eat more frequently throughout the day. This is just a good way to increase calories or a good way to just spread your calories throughout the day more. One of them is not necessarily better than the other. If you choose to eat breakfast and spread your calories over three meals, that's just as good as waiting till lunch to eat the first time. It's just that you have those extra hours to spread your calories over. That is up to you personally, individually. Everyone's different. Some people do great eating three meals a day. Some need five. Some need one. It's all very individual, which is why I recommend some kind of nutrition consultation or at least heavy research. Um, Another great way breakfast can be used as a tool is... Ka- same kind of thing, meal frequency, but also just total food quantity. So if you need to eat more food, if it's for muscle gain, if it's for performance benefits, uh, maybe you just can't get in enough food. Breakfast is a good way to do this. So you wake up hungry. You'll easily within a week you'll get used to the to eating at that time at eight a.m. or whatever it is. You wake up hungry, ready to eat. It's a good way to get extra calories in for some from, from some calorie dense foods and just a good way to spike those numbers a more complex way is that breakfast really can be used as a tool for hormonal changes so this is a big this is a big topic right now in the fitness industry is adrenal fatigue and adrenal fatigue can really stem from um, it's just like a to keep it simple basically just when your adrenal glands just get fried in your brain basically just from years and years of overstress excess cortisol uh, maybe too much caffeine these things can all contribute to adrenal fatigue and signs of adrenal fatigue would be basically just a fatigue feeling if caffeine doesn't really work for your body anymore um And just like a run-down, depressed, unmotivated kind of feeling. That can stem from adrenal fatigue. And adrenal fatigue can often be fixed. It takes a lot of time, but breakfast can be used as a tool to help speed up that fixing process. So that process is basically spiking your hormones right away in the morning, decreasing your cortisol. So when you wake up in the morning, cortisol, which is the stress hormone, is it's starting to peak, right? Because you're asleep, cortisol was super low, and then you wake up and it starts to climb. So like when you work out or exercise, cortisol spikes, same kind of thing, you get out of bed, cortisol gets raised up from when you were in bed. So breakfast will kind of help calm that down because you're eating, especially if you eat carbs. So timing your carbs to be during your breakfast time, you know, pancakes, waffles, fruit, uh, potatoes, these kind of things, bread, these will all... These will all uh, just spike up your insulin, help keep your cortisol under control. And over time, you can help fix adrenal fatigue by eating a lot of carbs in the morning. And I mean a lot of carbs. You're not eating for body composition. You're eating to fix your hormones. Everything will suffer if you have adrenal fatigue. So I definitely recommend fixing that if you think you have that. And eating a lot of carbs in the morning is a great way to do this, which is what breakfast can be. And another way breakfast is a useful tool is for uh, body composition changes, mainly muscle gain. So if you need, I already touched on this a little bit with meal frequency, but if you need extra calories, if you need that food in your body, you're going to see a lot of body composition changes just by adding in breakfast. And same goes for fat loss. If you're used to eating breakfast and you just suddenly cut it out, you're going to see dramatic changes in your body composition from eating less times throughout the day, thus less food throughout the day. So, your body composition can vary, and also, depending when your workout is, that breakfast could be fuel or recovery for your workout. So, if you work out early in the morning, maybe have a protein shake after, that would be a breakfast, and that would be just food for your muscles, or you could use it as a pre-workout meal. So there's lots of variables, and breakfast, you can see, is actually a very useful thing. The key is knowing your individual needs and knowing if you even should be eating breakfast, and that's the tricky part. So maybe I can help you with that throughout this episode. And I want to start early in this episode with my Stuff Jordan Loves. Stuff Jordan Loves. I tend to get really into things on Foodie Friday and make these episodes a little long. So I'm about 15 minutes in almost, and I want to hit my Stuff Jordan Loves now. Since I'm talking about breakfast, I already talked about adrenal fatigue. Hopefully that wasn't too confusing. But I talked about eating carbs in the morning to help your hormone health. And I want to give you my favorite breakfast and my Stuff Jordan Loves today. Stuff Jordan Loves. It is Foodie Friday, so I'm giving you a recipe today, and it's going to be basically based on something from Mike Dolce, who's a actually an MMA nutrition coach, I guess you could call him. Um, he recommends a bowl similar to this, and I kind of made my own twist on it. This is just kind of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Breakfast Bowl, the Triple F Bowl, you can call it, and... Uh, I'll tell you the ingredients. So it's basically you just take your bowl, just a glass bowl, pretty big one, uh, put in half a cup of oat bran. You can find that really in any grocery store and you can find that in any health department. So half a cup of oat bran, you can use steel cut oats, you can use overnight oats, you can use uh, cream of wheat for all I care, just some kind of grain. I like oat bran because of the fiber content. So put in some oat bran, you're gonna. Warm up that oat bran with water. So you're going to cook it as it says on the box. When it comes out of the microwave, you are going to add some peanut butter. Peanut butter is first because then it will melt the peanut butter and it tastes delicious peanut butter is the key if you're not allergic to peanuts uh, peanut butter will make this breakfast really good and taste just like a big bowl of peanut butter it really disguises any taste the oat brand might have that might not be pleasant so you put in the peanut butter about a tablespoon and then sprinkle some cinnamon on top i like to use a blend on top of that that's a blend of flax and chia seeds so some kind of healthy seed uh, add some omega-3s and just some healthy fats so I add the seeds, peanut butter, oat bran, and cinnamon, and then I chop up fruit. So it can be half a banana maybe if I want some extra carbs. It can be some strawberries, maybe even some frozen blueberries if I don't want to have some fresh fruit. Mix all this together, eat it up. You can even splash a little almond milk on there if you want it to be a little more runny. It's a delicious breakfast. I call it my power breakfast just because it is it gives you so much energy. You feel great afterwards. Nothing sits heavy. It has a lot of fiber and it has just a lot of ingredients that give you energy. It's great. The carb content is actually pretty high. So if you're trying to gain muscle, this is a nice, healthy way to get some carbs in the morning. If you're trying to fix adrenal fatigue this is a good way to spike up your carbs without eating crap foods that's my stuff jordan loves today it's the triple f power bowl and i hope you guys give that a try let me know what you think about it comment on a youtube video uh, fitness food and freedom on youtube or you can just comment uh, in a review let me know what you think about the triple f power bowl stuff jordan loves foodie friday so I talked about how breakfast is a tool. I want to go over something just like I went over a workout Wednesday where I talked about uh, who should use machines, who shouldn't use machines. That was this last Wednesday. I want to talk about who should not eat breakfast and who should eat breakfast. So I have three groups for both. Who should not eat breakfast? That group consists of if you tend to overeat breakfast food is group number 1. If you're like me, you love breakfast food. If you can eat a ton of bacon or maybe you could eat a whole stack of pancakes uh, maybe you know four or five eggs never is enough you probably shouldn't be eating breakfast if you're eating your cereal out of a mixing bowl we got some problems because you're going to overeat calories it's really easy to eat a lot that early in the morning because you're hungry waking up right out of bed it's just kind of natural so when you get out of bed it's really easy to overeat And especially if you're not hydrated enough, water will really fill you up. And if you eat right out of bed without drinking a lot of water, maybe having some coffee, you're going to eat too many calories. You really got to be conscious of your calories throughout the day. Another group that should not eat breakfast is if you eat large meals anyways and you need to restrict calories. So if fat loss is your goal, if you need to do some calorie restriction and you like to eat a large lunch or a large dinner like me, you shouldn't eat breakfast because you're just taking away calories from those later meals. So if you think of it, if you have 2,000 calories to play with and you eat three times, um, you eat three times like after lunch, right? So you have lunch, a snack, and dinner maybe. Uh, you know, you have you have a lot of calories you have roughly you know 650 700 calories to play with with those meals uh, per meal if you eat breakfast and you eat 1000 calories for breakfast all of a sudden that's split in half and you have to eat tiny meals for the rest of the day no more large meals this goes with the first one if you tend to overeat or even if you just take away 500 calories it can make you su- it can really make your results suffer because it's just less room for error that's really the thing there that's why I like intermittent fasting is because you leave a lot of room for error because people will mess up on their diet plans they'll mess up on their nutrition so I really like just the fact that if you have more calories in the day and you do mess up you're probably fine because you had all those calories left my third group who should not eat breakfast is just if you want to fast for the under, for the other benefits of fasting. So if you listened to my episode last week where I talked about the benefits of fasting, you want those health benefits, you want that mental clarity, then don't eat breakfast, right? Push that breakfast later on. That's just common sense. But you're a group that should not eat breakfast. And the group that should eat breakfast there's three groups that should eat breakfast and these are very similar to my breakfast can be used as a tool section of this episode so number group number 1 is when you need help getting in extra calories if you can't if you're supposed to eat if you're a woman and you're supposed to eat 1800 calories a day and you're only eating lunch and dinner every day You might not have the appetite to eat 900 calories a sitting. A lot of women won't. So if you don't have that kind of appetite, uh, you you might need to add in an extra meal or two to spread out your calories throughout the day. That's a great way breakfast can be used. Eating earlier to get those extra calories just so you can get your calories in and be healthy and perform well and improve your hormone levels. The second group is if you have adrenal fatigue. I already talked about adrenal fatigue. You'll know if you have adrenal fatigue by the symptoms I described. If you have just a lack of motivation and energy, caffeine doesn't have an effect on you or the effect is dying, you might have adrenal fatigue. So you should be eating breakfast because you need to get some carbs early in the morning to fix your cortisol levels and to spike your insulin right away. The third group is... If breakfast is a social occasion, I wanted to touch on this because oftentimes, you know, you'll get invited out to brunch. Maybe, maybe you are having breakfast over Christmas with your family. There's lots of nice times that breakfast is going to be a social occasion. And if you are so set in your mindset that you don't want to eat breakfast because you want to fast or you aren't someone that eats breakfast, you're going to miss out on a lot of good social time, a lot of good relationship building a lot of our culture really revolves around food as a social time, right? So if you're giving that up, you're really hindering some progress you can make in your relationships. So I usually recommend, you know, stick to the diet plan that allows you the most flexibility, consistency, and freedom. So that's part of my mission of the podcast, give people freedom from their diets and nutrition workouts, gym going, all these things. You need freedom from it. And just be, be flexible enough, uh, be flexible enough that you can eat breakfast if everyone else is and invites you if you get invited out for breakfast don't stress about it the stress the stress of having to say no to the breakfast is going to be more detrimental to your health than maybe eating an extra 300 calories that one day because you have too big of a breakfast so just remember it's a long-term thing so you have your whole life to get healthy. You have your whole life on this health and fitness journey that you can continuously improve every day. However, you never know when life's will end and you need to take every moment. Don't take any moment for granted, really. Spend as much time with those you love as you can. If you get invited out or you get invited to breakfast, don't skip it for any dietary reasons. Uh, join the party. So I want to give you my recommendation for breakfast. So this is this is usually what I this is what I do personally and this is what I recommend to people if they appreciate the benefits of fasting, they like seeing the results, they like the bigger meals and the freedom it brings, but they want some of the benefits breakfast can bring, right? They want the best of both worlds. You want the mental clarity from fasting, you want to be able to eat bigger meals throughout the day, but you want breakfast to help fix your adrenal fatigue, you want it for the hormone regulation, you want maybe some extra calories once in a while and you want you know you want the social you just want to just eliminate the social pressure, I guess. So my recommendation is this. It's to skip breakfast and add it in sometimes. So basically, sometimes eat breakfast, sometimes don't eat breakfast. That's my recommendation, super scientific, right? It's just you know, there's times I listed them off when you should eat breakfast. It's you know, does your hormones need fixing? Do you have adrenal fatigue? Do you need extra calories? Are you not getting your calories in, or is there some kind of social breakfast going on? Do you is it a social event you should probably go to, just to maybe help further your relationships, your career, your family, anything? These things are the kind of times you need to eat breakfast, and I would go back and listen to those. If you fall into any of those, uh, I wouldn't skip breakfast. So. Skip breakfast just for the benefits of fasting. Sometimes add in breakfast early for the benefits of breakfast. That's my big recommendation. So in my stuff Jordan loves, I told you my breakfast bowl, right? So I told you my uh, triple F power bowl is what I call it. And that was the oat bran, cinnamon, fruit, uh, flax seeds, that kind of stuff. Really healthy breakfast. That's for some carb loading. So that would be if you need the carbs a.k.a. you're trying to gain muscle or you have adrenal fatigue and you're trying to fix that for hormones. That would be a high-carb breakfast, very, very high-carb. Normally, though, for your average person who wants to lose a little fat, gain a little muscle, be as healthy as they can, live a long life, I wouldn't recommend a lot of carb-heavy foods in the morning. I just wouldn't for energy. Carbs can make you sluggish. Uh, Carbs can – well, carbs will spike your insulin right away in the morning, which can have a fat-storing effect and it can – like I said, make you sluggish. So I usually recommend breakfast heavy in protein, heavy in fat. And if you want some carbs, throw in some fruit, that is a, that's a recommendation, a general outline of a very healthy breakfast. So you have protein and fat. So you have eggs, you have meat, maybe you have uh, veggie meat. If you're into that, maybe, uh, you have like a whole grain with a lot of protein. If you need the carbs, there's a few breakfast options with protein. Um, and then You have fat, so you cook the eggs, you eat the yolks, maybe you cook them with butter, coconut oil, Uh, you have an avocado with your breakfast. If you have a smoothie, you have some protein powder in there, and then an avocado or some coconut oil, MCT oil. These are just great combinations. The fat's going to keep you satiated so you don't get hungry in a couple hours, and the protein is going to do the same. It's going to just give your muscles protein right away, and it's going to just kind of avoid that insulin spike from carbs. I do recommend though, if you want some kind of carb to have it be from fruit or vegetables, I guess, if you're making a smoothie, throw in a big handful of spinach, cucumber, celery, anything you can find, uh, drink, a glass of V8 juice. Maybe you just want fresh fruit. So eat a banana, apples, pears, peaches, the grapefruit, oranges. There's so much, so much good fruit. Fruit is like candy to me. Um, so whatever fruit is in season, go get that. Get it from the farmer's market. Get it from the grocery store, wherever you shop for fruit. Wash it up and eat that at last. So eat your protein and fats first and then finish off with a portioned size of carbs. So don't just sit down with a whole box of fruit and go crazy. Portion it out. Put it in a bowl. Measure it out. And that'll be the best way for you to monitor your carbs. If you really needed to fix your adrenal fatigue, put the carbs as the first priority. So if you feel like you need some hormone fixing, load up on the carbs from things like pancakes, cereal, potatoes, and fruit, but eat that before you eat your proteins and fats, so the carbs take priority in that case. That would be a great outline for breakfast foods and a general recommendation to follow. Portion of protein, portion of fats, a little bit of carbs or no carbs. If you need to fix hormones, spike the carbs. Foodie Friday. And that wraps it up. So, another great episode of Foodie Friday. Man, I love talking about intermittent fasting, breakfast, meal timing. This stuff is what I like to talk about. So, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of this Foodie Friday. It is up later in the day on Friday, uh, February, I think, 17? It's February 17 today on Friday. So, um I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're listening to this later, maybe over the weekend or maybe um, you're listening to it in the next week, go back and listen to some other episodes, catch up on what topics you want to catch up on. Uh, For sure, listen to my intermittent fasting episode, which was episode six. And stay tuned, subscribe to the podcast for all three episodes that come out every week thank you for listening. Please review the show. Five-star rating would be huge. You'll be entered in the contest to win. Check out triplefpodcast.com. There is links to social media pages there, online coaching um, services where you can buy a customized program from me, and blog posts. You can find the podcast there. Lots of stuff at tripleFpodcast.com Also check out my vlogs, Fitness, Food, and Freedom on YouTube. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.